Welcome to season five of the Self-Care 101 podcast, hosted by life coach Pooja K. McClymont. This season is about getting to know yourself better so that you can experience life on a whole new level. Thank you so much for listening today. Hello, it's season five, episode five. Today, I want to talk about status. Why do we still seek external validation when we now know better? Is status the only way to be recognized as being great at our jobs or our businesses? What proof is satisfactory to onlookers? And at what point are we enough? I'm gonna be diving into the concept of status in society and exploring how we can navigate it while still achieving personal success. Like many elements of our society, I think it's time for status to have a rebrand. It amazes me how fickle we can be in making buying decisions just because status is attributed to a brand like a celebrity endorsement or a publicity Does that actually mean the work is better than someone who isn't of that status? I'm going to say probably not because the person without the same level of status, I'm going to assume is more likely to work harder for the buck than the one with the highest status who might get a bit complacent. And what are we chasing anyway? Do we want status so that we can be externally valued or do we want to do good work and be valued by ourselves for knowing we're doing the right thing? So much to explore. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic too. So get in touch wherever you see me and let me know what you think about status and how it affects you. And my lovely listener, if you enjoy the Self-Care 101 podcast, please would you leave a review on Apple or Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered by other people and it lets me know that it helps you too. Okay, let's do this. Now, status is something that can dominate our thoughts and our actions on a daily basis. We're bombarded with messaging, especially on social media, of how inadequate we are or how if we buy this product or service, we're going to change our lives. But how much of this is true and how much of this is societal conditioning? Now, we're constantly seeking validation from society, striving to climb the ladder of success, believing that our worth is determined by external factors. But what if I told you that true success lies within and that we can challenge the need for status while still achieving our goals? In today's show, I'll be sharing five ways that you can redefine success on your own terms. But first, Let's start by exploring why status holds such a powerful grip on us. Now, from an early age, we're taught to measure our worth based on achievements, material possessions, and the approval of others. We chase after promotions, we accumulate wealth, and we pursue social recognition, thinking that these external markers are going to bring us happiness and fulfillment. But this often leads us to burnout, anxiety, and a constant feeling of never being enough. Now, this is something I'm deeply passionate about. It's exactly my story. I believed, because my Indian parents, mostly my mum, told me so, that in order to achieve success in life, I would need to have money, a high-flying career, a house, a partner, status symbols, luxury clothes, holidays, homes and cars. And I did pursue this life only to be left with a gaping hole in fulfillment when I was just 33. 
which led to burnout and depression. The fact is chasing status is exhausting. There's no real measure for when enough is enough because you never get given a goalpost. You're expected to keep on achieving with no end in sight. No matter how hard you work, how much you achieve, happiness never seems to come. And you likely have the same problems over and over year after year, or you never move through burnout and depression. And then you keep doing all of this until you die, having never really lived. Morbid, I know, but it doesn't have to be like this. It's for this very reason that I like to use a legacy exercise with my clients. And I've shared this a few times throughout the podcast seasons too. It's really simple. If you spend some time thinking about what you want to share with the world when you're on your deathbed, what would you like to say? What kind of statements would show that you lived a really full life? What lessons would you share? How would you like those after you to do it differently? Now, when we constantly strive for external validation and measure our worth based on societal markers of success, we place immense pressure on ourselves. This relentless pursuit of status leads to chronic stress and exhaustion and a sense of never feeling good enough. Now, that constant need to prove ourselves and meet unrealistic expectations leaves us feeling overwhelmed, disconnected from our true desires and devoid of any sense of fulfillment. It's essential to recognize the detrimental impact of chasing status and prioritize self-care, balance and alignment with our authentic values so that we can avoid burnout and cultivate sustainable success. So let's look at buying behavior now as it's something those of us in leadership roles, whether in work or as business owners, face quite a lot. Why do we tend to buy from those with high status rather than those with less status, even though they're both as brilliant as each other? Now, firstly, status serves as social proof. It's indicating to others that the individual has been recognized and validated by a larger audience, which can instill a sense of trust and credibility. People might also believe that by associating themselves with someone of high status, they can benefit from the perceived prestige and expertise that comes with it. Now let's look at some of the psychology behind this behavior. In psychology, there's a phenomenon known as the mere exposure effect, which says that people tend to develop a preference for things just because they're familiar with them. So this phenomenon can shed some light on, for example, why your friends might not be inclined to buy from you, but they will buy from someone with a higher status. This effect suggests that people tend to develop a preference for things or individuals that they're familiar with or have been exposed to repeatedly. So in the case of friends buying from someone with more status, it is possible that the individual with higher status has received greater visibility recognition and exposure, which makes them more familiar and appealing to others. And people tend to seek social validation and affirmation from their peers. Something to think about. By purchasing from someone with higher status, friends might perceive it as aligning themselves with success or reinforcing their own social standing. And it's important to remember that these dynamics aren't fixed and can be influenced by various factors. But I wanted to include this as it's a common annoyance amongst clients and peers who experience less support from their friends and family. But 
I see that it's the same people buying the same thing with those from higher status, like from a celebrity. So I just want to assure you that there are psychological reasons why they do this, which is why you shouldn't take it personally and you definitely shouldn't expect anyone's support. So how can we break free from this status and validation cycle and redefine success on our own terms? Firstly, embracing your inner values. The first step is to identify what your inner values are. What truly matters to you? Is it making a positive impact on others, cultivating meaningful relationships or personal growth and well-being? By aligning our actions with our core values, we can find a sense of purpose and fulfillment that transcends external validation. Second one is cultivating self-awareness. Self-awareness is crucial in understanding our motivations and triggers. So take time to reflect on your desires, your ambitions, your insecurities. Ask yourself why you feel the need for status and recognition. Because by gaining a deeper understanding of ourselves, we can consciously choose to detach ourselves worth from external achievements and instead focus on what truly nourishes our souls. The third one is to shift perspective. Let's challenge the notion that success is a zero-sum game where one person's achievement diminishes another's. Instead, adopt a mindset of collaboration and support. Celebrate the successes of others and recognize when in there is enough room for everyone to thrive because by fostering a sense of community and cooperation we can actively dismantle the need for status and this measure of worth imagine what world would look like this way now setting authentic goals would be the next one and when setting goals make sure that they're aligned with your values and aspirations not just based on societal expectations take the time to reflect on what success actually means to you personally is it about finding joy in the present moment creating a balanced lifestyle or making a difference to your community because when our goals are authentic and deeply meaningful the need for external validation totally diminishes and we can embrace success on our own terms fifth one is practicing self-care never underestimate the power of self-care it's not selfish it's necessary Make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine. Prioritize activities that nurture your mind, body, and soul, whether it's practicing mindfulness, engaging in hobbies, or just taking time to rest and recharge. When we prioritize self-care, we strengthen our resilience and ability to resist the pressures of societal status. Just remember, success is a journey that's unique to each of us. By embracing our inner values, cultivating self-awareness, shifting our perspective, setting authentic goals and practicing self-care, we can break free from shackles of society's pressures. Take a moment now to consider the ideas in this episode. Close your eyes and relax. Allow any thoughts to come to you and observe them without judgment. If nothing comes to you, that's okay. The reflections can appear over the coming days. Journal when you can and use anything that comes up for you as the next step in your journey of being in your extraordinary life. Enjoy this moment for yourself to soak in today's conversation, to dream, to accept yourself and to feel powerful.
Thank you for listening to the Self-Care 101 podcast. If you love the show, I'd be so grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating over on Spotify. For some weekly wisdom, you can sign up for my Frankly Unstoppable email edit at my website, pujamaclimont.com. Talk to you soon.